Hello, soul seekers. So this week's topic is about squashing your emotions and why you should please stop doing that. Emotions have amazing golden nuggets for us to find within them. Most of our emotions, you know, the, well, the emotions that we try to hide from have golden nuggets in them. You know, when you're feeling happiness and joy, then you're understandably in more of your lighter version of yourself. You're more um, feeling more centered and balanced and carefree. But the negative emotions are really what I'm talking about here. The squashing of pain and sorrow, grief, uh, possibly even anger, right? Any of these emotions that you're trying to hide and you're not communicating effectively are really amazing places to dive into to discover things about the self. Now again, some of this comes back to shadow. So if you haven't listened to my podcast on shadow that I did last week, please go do that. But really it's about learning that these emotions are parts of us. They're not something that is wrong. We are taught many times that emotions are chaotic and that we shouldn't listen to them. And, you know, even as young children, we can be told that, say, crying, for example, is weakness and that anger is actually us just having a tantrum when really crying can show great strength. And if you've got to the point, you know, where your child's having a tantrum, then your parents have probably missed some major steps that happened before the tantrum. And so since inner work is really about clearing out your old conditioning and learning about your own inner child and becoming the absolute epitome of the parent that you would love to have in your own world for yourself, then listening to our inner children's emotions are really necessary. It might be helpful for me to explain a little bit about the inner child. Now, your inner child, you know, is always with you as well as your soul. But the inner child does not communicate as consciously as so. The inner child really um, kind of communicates in the way that it did when it was the age where you were wounded. Because this is what my version of inner child is. This is the parts of you that were wounded. There is a wonder child, which is the person you came into the world as with all the talents and gifts that you already possessed that were there to be nurtured and grown so that you could you know, fulfill your fullest potential. But because of the way life works at the moment and all family lines are so layered up, then we end up having these wounds as children from, you know, things that our parents have done or maybe didn't do. And so our inner children are sort of different versions of us collected along the way. So you might have an inner child who was abandoned to cry itself to sleep at the age of two. And you might have one at five that, you know, something happened to. And maybe there was one at seven where your parents were divorced and there was trauma there. So all of these little wounds kind of become compounded and they end up having like emotional reactions within us that we have tried to suppress for a long time. Now, the problem with suppression is suppression doesn't actually work. It's kind of like when your ego develops, it believes it's protecting you, but it's actually panning you in. It's putting you behind some lovely safe brick walls and keeping your heart and your vulnerability away from connection with other people and also away from really truly connecting with yourself and absolutely away from connecting with your soul. 
because soul will ask you to do some scary things. <laughs> soul will ask you to make decisions that you maybe don't want to make. Soul will ask you to move somewhere you maybe don't want to move to. So, um, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying that soul is kind of doing this to annoy you. It's doing this because it's trying to pull you into your highest purpose at this time. And ego doesn't like that very much because ego has learned that there's a small wounded inner child within you that it has to protect. So it's kind of become dormant at the stage of teenager and it will try its best to not let you grow. And the problem with emotions is, is when an emotion kicks off, which is usually based in an old pain somewhere, then your ego is very quick to join in. It will chat in your ear because ego resides in the brain. So very close to our ear and soul resides in the body. So you have to give it a bit more space to be able to get, you know, the answers from soul up into your head, perhaps, especially if you haven't learned how to connect to that yet. So ego will collude with whichever emotion you're having and it will very quickly help that part of you to blame outside of itself or to shame you within, you know, one of those horrible insipid lines that we say to ourselves is, I'm not good enough, it will never be me, and all of the drama that goes with that. And ego will keep you in that state because it wants to prove to you that you're correct. Because as long as you know that that's true, and of course it isn't, but as long as you believe that it's true, then you are less likely to evolve out of your little you know, box that ego wants you to stay in and reconnect with your soul. Now, the thing is, with ego being your sort of cardboard box jailer, because you are in a cardboard box, it's not really that you're behind bars. It is, you know, something that you have created. And it's also something that you can easily break out of if you just change your thinking and you change your perception of your emotions. But within this box... You know, like when I was talking about shadow, there are loads of gold and gifts that you have, talents that you have. And within the emotion, if you really, you know, listen to the emotion, because this is what this week's podcast is about, you can hear which fears your inner child holds. So not only are there all the gifts I was speaking about from last week, but there are also golden nuggets of information about your psyche about this wounded psyche that is actually looking for help from you. It's looking to heal. Now, one of the ways that our wounded psyche and, you know, our emotions are trying to heal is in relationships, which I will definitely be talking about at a later date, but I will mention them now because I think they're important. Intimate relationships in particular will always bring your inner child stuff to the forefront and you will probably have noticed that your partner's inner child appears also. And usually you have a very similar flavor of wounds, right? So you maybe both have abandonment issues. It becomes more interesting when it comes down to kind of abusive relationships because you can have one party being the punisher and the other party being the victim. And that can play out. And all the while... The reason that these emotions are playing out is because your inner child is actually trying to get the other person to heal your wounds, right? So you are trying to get your partner to heal your wounds and she or he is trying to get you to heal their wounds. 
and it ends up becoming this crazy place where we are we have huge expectations on each other and how we should be loved and the way that we want to be loved and we leave ourselves in places where we don't really know how to get that love but it seems to be that if we could just get that person to change and we could just get that person to meet us emotionally then we will feel the love that we haven't been feeling right within ourselves now the issue with this is that means that the love that you are trying to get and the healing that really is trying to occur is always fixated on a person outside of us right it's usually fixated on intimate relationships or career or abundance like how much money you're going to make or where you're going to live on the planet right or the family that you're going to create it's usually based on an expectation we don't understand that actually if we could turn around and parent our needs and we could parent our wounds and we could learn how to heal them that we wouldn't leave ourselves in a position to be open to um, narcissistic relationships or um, you know putting everything into one basket like within your job or career and hoping that that is the thing that's going to create some joy in your world it's like the continual search for happiness where we're constantly looking to finally one day be truly happy and content and this really isn't how life works the happiness and the contentedness only really come from within it will never truly be fulfilled with something outside of you although that might add to your world and it might add to your pleasure and your joy and your gratitude right like your children for example or like a loving partner or you know a career that really makes you feel like you're in your best self but it won't ever really make you feel happy if you haven't done your inner work if you haven't ever met your inner child and healed those emotional wounds then you're never going to be happy even if you make a million dollars right in a year you might have lots of money but you'll still probably feel kind of lonely right you might meet an amazing person and then very slowly that relationship starts to crumble because you start to feel unhappy again there's something not quite right and so I'm telling you all of this basically because we rarely look at ourselves we rarely go within we're always looking at what is wrong outside of us and we might have a flavor of something wrong within us but usually when we have that little thought the ego chimes in and says yeah it is you you're not good enough rather than thinking to ourselves in a parental way with your soul voice saying there's something I need to look at there's some old wound in me there's some old pattern in me some old family karma in me perhaps that I really need to clear like I really need to up level now and get really connected to my inner child and really listen to these emotions and find out what he or she is trying to tell me you know I've had many clients who've come to me and um and I've given them inner child meditations a guided meditation and when they do it there are many reflections of gratitude because inner children are finally connected with and there are many moments where an inner child is absolutely terrified because it still sees parent as some kind of threat or it just doesn't know who you are because you've ignored it for so long and whether you believe that an inner child is actually a thing or not doesn't really matter because you're working with the psyche this is all about using visualization to connect to parts of you that you have denied for a very long time and to give them a voice 
so that you can pull them forward into your conscious awareness and realize that parts of you are still trying to get your attention. They're still trying to heal. And really, all your inner child really wants is to learn that you trust it and it trusts you, right? It just wants to be rebonded to the person, just wants to be allowed to be the fullness of you, to go back to being the wonder that you're supposed to be, right? And also the worst thing about squashing emotions is the fact that they lead to so many health issues. You can end up with um, anxiety and depression. I think most of us know what that is. You know, even if we haven't experienced it ourselves, we know someone in our world or in our family who has experienced this, right? But it can also lead to other issues like back problems and knee problems and um, even eye problems and ear problems and all these different things because the inner child is part of the body and it will always try and get your attention if you're not listening to the issues that you're having, if you're just living in a world where you're experiencing abuse or you're experiencing poverty or you're experiencing um, a lack of direction and aloneness, you know, maybe even loneliness when you're in a relationship and you don't know why you feel lonely because you shouldn't, you know, in your head. So it will speak to you many times through the body and the soul also resides here. So it's really clear that we must really understand what goes on within us not just be head led we have to be soul led and the only way we can do that is to really start to understand the signals in the body understand that our emotions hold keys that we need to really look at and we need to stop squashing them and i want to say to all of you people out there who have been trained that emotional stuff is weakness please release that and let it go and have a look at what goes on. Look at yourself when you are upset and crying and maybe don't even know why you're in that space, right? Listen to yourself. And it's the same when you're angry. When you're angry, instead of going from anger and turning it into rage because a part of you feels like it's unseen and unheard, I'll maybe do another uh, podcast on anger. But instead of going into rage, you're much better to take yourself back from whichever situation and whichever person is triggering it and actually ask yourself why you're so angry. Because consciousness resides in the question. When we start to question the feelings, we start to get other answers back that we maybe wouldn't see when we're projecting all over someone else or all over a situation. Right? It's the same with the tears. Don't project it all over someone else in a situation. Try and pull yourself into a space where you can look at you and say, why am I accepting this situation? What is it about this situation that makes me feel this way? Are there other emotions going on, you know, rather than just this main emotion that's um, appearing, you know, in 3D? Are there other emotions underneath that? Really start to question the emotions that you're feeling. Really let them lead you to your inner child and to your true nature right and then let your soul lead you along with it because you will get guidance the more you look within the more your soul can help you to really start to get into the gut and start to be intuiting your own path and your own healing okay and i talk more about that in my blog this week about intuition so make sure to check that out as well so anyway, I'm really happy that you've joined me today. 
And remember, you can leave messages here on the podcast on Anchor if you want to send me a message on this topic. I'm happy to hear what you have to say. So remember to take the time to feel into your emotions in all of you because you can only shine when you align. And I shall see you next time.